Welcome to Gamers Down Under's podcast. This is episode 31. 31. Apparently the good looks of the crew have gone up a thousand percent with our new guest of the show. Oh, gosh, thanks. <laughs> They're lucky they can't see us. Yeah. <laughs> So, obviously, with our new revamp of our website and everything in the last couple of weeks, we thought we'd get on a guest to our number 31 podcast. And Jess, might as well introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, and yeah, we'll kick off from there. Cool. Hey, guys. So, I'm Jessica Walski, and I um, am the director and, well, creator of Walski Marie Design and Marketing. So, yeah, as you already know, I'm a web designer, and Steve actually came to me, and, yeah, Steve and Michael wanted a revamp of the site, which was desperately needed. <laughs> my, my graphic design skills aren't that good, right? That's just going to put that out there. I'm not well, good at graphic design. It's a functioning website, so that's what matters, right? <laughs> that's it. That's so yeah, so I do web design, graphic design, um, we also do SEO, so that's search engine optimization, so that's keeping your websites up on the Google pages, and what else do I do? Facebook ads, social media management, so pretty much anything digital that helps a business market themselves online, so... Mm-hmm. And then, you know, with the graphic design side of things, uh, giving you guys a brand. And, yeah, we just we just help brands stand out from the crowd. Perfect. Yeah. Well, welcome um, to the show. Please excuse the other admin, Laman. He sometimes just lets himself go and has a rant and carries on for about half an hour. So I've got to pull him in long. <laughs> okay, can I just start? Firstly, I'm the one that stands out in the crowd no matter what. Okay? See? And you Here he goes. go on the rant. Not me. I don't do a rant. Told you. Okay, back about our website. So, now we're going to are super hard questions. <laughs> Here we go. Now- so have you done a gamers website before? No. So you guys were my first and I was super excited for that. So I've been in business for about three years and I do pretty much any industry at the moment. And when it comes to new and exciting things like your genre, <laughs> I was all for it. I was like, yes, you know, I could get outside the norm. Most of my websites that I create, are, you know, the business websites or sometimes we do e-commerce, so the shop, and they can be quite full on and tedious after a while. But uh, your site was actually quite fun because you know once you guys uh, came to me and said hey we need a new site I did some research and we checked out all the other gamers related websites and reviewers on in Australia and it was good to get a comparison of what's happening what everyone else is doing online and it seems that there's a lot of sites that are very it wasn't as well I guess from my point of view as captivating as you know you want you want to capture those people coming onto your site you want them to interact and get involved and that's what I wanted for your your site we wanted it to be standout, fun, and a little bit different from, you know, those other reviewers around the world. So, yeah, it was it was good fun doing your site. All right. Well, I personally love the site. I, I love loading it up on my mobile phone. It's like I'm 007, the Gamers Down Under logo comes up. And I'm thinking, yeah, top secret here. Pressed a button. I'm like, oh, there's Steve. Oh, God. <laughs> here we go again. He's still ranting. Uh, <laughs> it's actually normally Steve, not normally me. No. So I really love the site. I reckon what you've done is fantastic. Definitely. I couldn't even attempt to do anything close to that. So. A little bit of background. I've done a little bit of coding more to go towards the yeah towards the gaming 
side of things but i just every time i started learning a language i'd just drop off because i just didn't have time to keep practicing and practicing and i tried like c sharp java javascript or over the years it's every couple of years i'll be like you know what i want to get into coding and game programming and i'll start it again i'll do it for maybe a month and i'll be like damn i'm so busy with work and life and dad and that happens it does. And especially coding, it is it is definitely a language. And yeah. if you don't practice it every day, you do you lose it. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I did a bit of coding back in my MySpace days and that was yeah. <laughs> a few years ago now. <laughs> We're all like creating our own I had a MySpace. <laughs> you need to bring back MySpace. MySpace was where it was at. It has nothing had compared to MySpace, but nah. unfortunately even what's his name? Tom is on Facebook a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he was everyone's friend. That's all yeah. you need to remember. <laughs> Yeah. These little like college shot, it was quite. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no. So, yeah, so, and then since then, you know, and I loved it. I absolutely loved um, CSS and coding, and, and picking it back up again has been tricky, but, you know, there's a thing called Google and YouTube. <laughs> yep. And there's, I've got a community of web designers that I can, you know, talk nerd with. <laughs> mm, yeah. So, yeah, it's good, especially when. Yep certain code breaks your sight. <laughs> yes. And it's it's funny because like I like that aspect of it. And then when I looked into like website development, stuff like that, I realized like it's not just code, it is art. Like you can't you can put the text into the box, but unless you've got some sort of artistic flair, like you saw Laman's website. It was working and that's it. The artistic flair wasn't there. It was just pretty much like most general kind of work is just boom 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 it got to the point and then that was it it moved on and it that was why we had to reach out because it was something where Laman could do on his own but it could only get to a certain amount and then we were like actually you know what we need a professional someone who's got that artistic flair and who can actually I don't know look outside the box I guess yeah and, and that's the thing too. And it takes a while for, for you to actually reach out and ask for help. Like we're all got that ego. We're like, yeah, we could just do it ourselves or, or life happens and you forget. But um, yeah, I get a lot of clients like, oh my God, I've been meaning to reach out, but I was just too scared or I thought I could do it myself. And then they do it themselves and they realize, nope, I should have had you on board at the beginning because that was a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you are right. That's the thing with coding. It's, it's not just codes on screen. It has to translate to design at the end of the funnel so it is a lot of hours put into it <laughs> when it comes mm. to cooking. but thankfully with your website it was hosted with Wix so Wix is different because it's a template site they do have like a CSS developers section but we didn't have to use that too much for you guys because they have so many drag and drop options it was quite straightforward it's choosing the right theme colors and keeping that brand consistent throughout so yeah, that was one of the main reasons why I actually originally joined Wix at the start because I don't know the coding and I'm like we need a website I need it done yesterday okay I'll smash one out and then that was the yeah. end result which was the website you saw so yeah that's why we continued with Wix yeah and that's what most startups do that's why I work with Wix because initially with my business I was working with a lot of startups and pretty much 88% of them were with Wix already or wanted Wix because they wanted something that they can maintain themselves after the job was done uh, more so now a lot of people are leaning towards Squarespace 
there's of drag and drop sort of template sites coming up into the works at the moment. But WordPress is more a advanced version, but uh, long term, you can do so much more. So, I mean, we hit a bit of a stumbling block with your site when it came to the blogs, because Michael here wanted everyone to have access to the old blogs, so the statistics and things. And Wix just had that downside where even though that we had everything on the same account, it just wouldn't transfer those files over to the site. Even though it was all under Michael's name, it just wouldn't let us yeah. do that. So yeah, well, as with WordPress, your hosting is all on your host. So you could just transfer that wherever you want to go. Yeah. Like you've got the sort of the stepping stone. Like when I was looking into game programming, game development, the Cert 2 or the Prevo, whatever you wanted to call it, really leaned into web design early very early level web design and i was thinking like you've already got the skills did you ever think about going sideways and even going into the gaming industry or was it always you knew what you wanted it was the marketing the pr all that kind of stuff that you were describing before Pretty much. Um, so ever since I was in school, I was actually, so if you want to go back a few years ahead, I actually wanted to be an architect and, you know, I did my graphics classes and I was such a great sketcher. I was so good with art and stuff. It was just my thing. And it was a very male dominated class. That's for sure. <laughs> there was like two girls in the class, but ironically, I didn't want to be an architect because I didn't want to sit in the office all day. And here I am <laughs> in front of the computer. <laughs> yes. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I know. I've done the same. I got into <laughs> construction trade because I didn't want to be in an office. I wanted to use my hands. Now I'm in an office. I use my hands for a keyboard. It's like, damn it. Yeah. Well, it's specific enough. That's the problem. Yes. Yeah, so from being an architect to, and then I got into wanting to design concept phones and or I have loved concept cars or concept anything really. So you know how they, they do it all on AutoCAD and then they make clay molds and things. So I got into a university program in Sunshine Coast for that, worked really hard to get into it. And then we moved to Gladstone. <laughs> and so I had to start from scratch because there wasn't online learning then. So this was back yeah. in 2012. So it was it was there, but it wasn't there. It wasn't yep. as valent as it is now. So um, it's taken me a few years to really find my passion. Like it was a lot of, you know, just just like each and every one of us, like, you know, starting something and going, oh, I'm bored, go to the next thing. I, I've done all sorts of certificates and diplomas. And yeah, and then I eventually got my dream job at a tourism agency here in Gladstone. And I jumped into a Bachelor of Communications because I wanted to focus on the PR side of things because I worked in community services. And then I did a course on um, digital art and we used like Adobe and we used InDesign and Illustrator and I just like dived right in and I absolutely loved it. And I like, you know, got HDs all the way and really, really enjoyed it. And and I thought I could totally, I could do this on the side sort of thing, which I did. And then I fell pregnant with my uh, first son and as every woman out there and I'm sure a lot of uh, parents like yourselves I could understand you kind of go oh god what do we do now especially as a female we kind of we tend to um you guys can you know have a couple weeks off and then go back to work your job's still there but for us girls it's kind of like our jobs aren't really like mm -hmm. for us yes so yeah. Yeah. Te technically they're supposed to but there's a lot of yeah companies. I was gonna say there's big air yeah. quotes <laughs> yes, my, my, my ex-partner got done with it as well so yeah there you go so uh, it ha I don't know why it happens but it does 
shouldn't but um oh. you know we, we tend to kind of lose our identity sort of thing because you're like all of a sudden you're like this career person and then all of a sudden it's like you're a mum. <laughs> yeah so i was like you know what i have a laptop there's internet let's just do this and it actually started out with social media management like there was money in just managing people's social media accounts so i was helping out this acupuncturist she was not tech savvy whatsoever she had no idea what, what to do on facebook and uh yeah i she was like one of my longest running clients and from social media it was that just led into graphic design because you know you got to design the photos to post up or I ended up doing her website and things too and the graphic design branding side of things just came along with it and yeah and this is how well skin marine design and marketing kind of just grew <laughs> mm. wow yeah. As I said, I struggle with the whole design aspect of it. And you were saying before, so when you were in school, you were doing um, graphics design. So initially, did you have the, the knack for drawing before that? Or did you actually learn the skills in the graphics design class? And I just had the knack for drawing. I was really good at sketching. I uh, really good. And, that, you know, I'm, I'm talking like back... Like when I was at school, like iPads wasn't even around yet, I don't think. Like now kids can, you know, sketch on their iPad and then it's like a graphic design. It's kind of embedded in children these days. Whereas when I was at school, I was still like, you know, using like other materials like collaging or sketching and you couldn't translate that computer screen yet. Like I said, I was in the uh, graphics class, so we used a lot of AutoCAD and even that, like you could draw stuff up, but it wasn't uh, like graphic well, design. I did um, graphics design in, I think it was year seven or eight. That's school and uh yeah i can draw a stick figure man i'm really good or a cat <laughs> you do two circles little triangle ears yeah, yeah. and a tail yeah i got asked to leave that class so <laughs> i never stepped book <laughs> back into a graphics design class so i went okay no architect for me done <laughs> Yeah, But I've always seen people that have that knack for drawing and that amazes me looking at some of the things people do with like the designing process. Like I don't even know where it comes from because if I look at the website or you saw how mine was, it was just, yep, I need this, I need this, I need this and I'm done. Whereas people articulate it differently. Mm. They go, oh, no, 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 no. You need a, a button thing like 007 gamers down under on your phone to come up. Yeah. 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 So a good way to wrap your head around it is, and this is something that someone said to me the other day, we're in the business of psychology. So graphic design, web design, social media manager, it's all human behavior. It's all psychology at the end of the day. So those particular colors, so the way that your design is like created, it actually has a method to the madness. So to me, I just knew exactly what the people were going onto your site, what they wanted to see, where they wanted to click. We lead them to that end result. Mm -hmm. um, yes. That's the way the world is. Advertising drives our needs and our wants. We don't actually need it. We don't need Maccas or Taco Bell. <laughs> but they have oh. a tough thing. <laughs> I needed Taco Bell today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Psychology side of it, like the, the colour red associating with hunger. So like the Maccas, the KFC, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. hungry, like the red colour is like, oh, I'm hungry. So I was listening, because I've since I've been talking to you, I've been doing a lot of research on social media. I don't know what I'm doing. Steve doesn't know what we're doing. We're gamers. We play games. Steve pretends like he knows what he's doing sometimes. But... Pretty good, mind you. He's on Instagram quite a lot, so. Yeah, he is actually. I've seen that too. All his little self. <laughs> I do my, I do my under selfies. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> but no, so okay. So it is, and it's more so prevalent nowadays because we're living in the world of digital. You know, the, it's sad, but the first thing we do pick up in the morning is our phone, 
and you do check your social media accounts and especially in business like you guys like technically the game is um, down it's a business and you know you, you you check your messages make sure you've checked off all the subscribers and anyone that wants to find out more information about certain something whatever like you still you jump on it's the first thing that you see and and yeah, it's, it, we can go on all day about the way Facebook is actually built, you know, the algorithm and stuff like that. And that's all linked into the psychology of what we want to see every day. And now, as you can see, here's a little hack. The second thing that you see on your um, on your news feed is an ad. So I'm loading it up now. I want to see that because I didn't. I never knew that. Yeah. So when you scroll, the second thing. The second thing. Um, it is. It's an ad. Yeah. Mm. Dun dun. Ooh, seven, seven, <laughs> Christmas seconds. deals from PlayStation. <laughs> And he just realized. <laughs> yeah. Shocked. And there's hacks around ads and things too. So, and this is this is why I'm in the industry. I just I freaking love it. I love you know how certain colors like as you said red or gold. Like you think oh Macca's and it's it's just even just saying Macca's it should be McDonald's. But you say Macca's in any country and they know exactly who, what you're talking about. It is all marketing. KFC is short for Kentucky Fried Chicken, but no one goes around saying the full word. So you know it's the same psychology around my branding. Even though I say Walski Marie Design and marketing i i say wm design you know just for short and at the end of the day we'll know what i'm talking about but is that more of an australian slang though that we cut down words no or is that a global thing it's a global thing. We're lazy. Humans are lazy. It is our number one bad trait, but in a way, it's. A <laughs> I could have told you that. But yes, I know there's there may be some ethical people out there going, "Oh my god, like marketing," but you know, we're, we're, even the organic stuff is all marketed to you. Yeah. Uh, green and all the neutral colors and stuff. Instagram is the number one platform for marketing. Like, God, that thing is just packed full of photos and you know you want to be that girl in that dress or you want to be um you know that guy on the luxury yacht and really he's just broke he's just loaning that boat for the day <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. Um, it's all quite intriguing and that's why part of the underlying reason why I love what I do and I like to break that down for my clients and say like it's more than just a brand it's more than just a picture on the ad so your website it was it was more than just a website to me so yeah, and at yeah. the end we looked at the long-term stuff like we had a lot of conversations and probably scared you guys too and I was like oh you could do this you could do memberships you can do like shirts and merchandise and you were like whoa <laughs> so I see yeah. I see the long-term goal like see the success for a lot of my clients and it can be quite well full-on but um most of them do appreciate it because it is hard being a business owner you sometimes you need that go-getter yeah definitely to push you for it definitely I, I reckon that's completely true I was gonna ask Rekha, what, were, what were you gaming this week hey yeah what's your game of the week <laughs> oh, me? oh god my game is just Facebook <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, seriously, Facebook ads is a game. Yeah. <laughs> it, is meant, it is a game that you kind of need to be on top of every single day because, like I said, human psychology, things change, people's behaviours change every day and you've got to keep an eye on that. But, yeah, well, if you want to talk about gaming, can I just tell you guys something really super interesting is that Facebook ads has now included AR ads and you can actually get fully sub um, submersed into a app as an ad on your Facebook. So you can play, like, the game before buying it as a Facebook app. Wow. So they're really diving 
into it. Like you can now, just like Snapchat, you can get geo filters. So now you can actually like, you know, for example, you can try on like like the shirt that you want to buy like digitally before buying it. Or like the girls like um, picking like a shade of lipstick, you know, it's, oh, it's crazy. I have seen a lot of that kind yeah. of concepts. I, it's I thought funny you were putting the lipstick on. I just put it on. I don't. Um, <laughs> you don't do it digitally? Nah. <laughs> No. It's funny how you mentioned earlier, like the first thing you pick up when you wake up is your phone and you're checking your phone. I There's two different things, like even actually suicide is actually pretty high and in the streamers world. And people sit there and they say, geez, look, because we lost a streamer. He was actually probably one of the most renowned ones on Nintendo Switch and stuff like that. He literally wrote a note, went off with his Switch, played it until the battery died, and then he um, suicided. And people were like, oh, why did he do that? He was at the pinnacle, blah, blah, blah. The problem is now with the psychology, they're really looking into the effects social media and the stardom is having on people. Like me and Michael were, when we had a thousand likes on our page, we were ecstatic. And then you get to 5,000, you're like, oh, I want 10. And then you get to 10, you're like, oh, I want 20. And there's people out there who, when they first start streaming, they're absolutely excited that 10 people log in to watch it. But then you see like Ninja and that get upset that only 1 million people logged in to watch it. Like it's, you've got that crap for more and that crave is what actually ends up making you not appreciate what you've even got in the first place and it's very very difficult there is actually reports and scientific reports on this and i listen to a lot of triple j and they say that and this is why instagram has just taken off the likes i don't know whether they've taken it off and there's a reason behind that is the psychology is that we are addicted to the endorphins of life. Yes. So those yep. likes or those comments that you get, it's you, the second you see it, there is action in our brains mm-hmm. that release these endorphins that make us feel good. And Definitely. so they're so wrapped in the phone, like all those YouTubers and, you know, um, it, it's their life, like it, becoming like an influencer now. That's their life of being perfect 24-7. And the, so it is a lot of pressure. There was videos of influencers crying when Instagram changed their stuff they were like this is my life like I, I physically get paid for this like yeah. and you have just changed my job like you've done this without talking to us and yeah I've done this mental health thing my obviously with gaming and everything like that I've done this mental health test and score was pretty high and I talked to someone about it and everything like that and they were like look what do you do because I'm avid reader a writer gamer all that kind of stuff and but that was what it was was i was so addicted to the phone especially when our page started going so crazy i'd wake up in the morning and you'd have 20 30 different comments that my phone's telling me about let alone all the rest of the stuff and i was going to bed you'd drop your phone on your face yeah like oh damn i'm so tired and uh, and it would wake you up and shock you and you'd go to bed with this screen and what my um whatever you want to call them counselor or whatever gave me some advice he's like all right for the next month leave your phone in the lounge room and go to bed leave it like for an hour and just read a book and i'd done that and then in the morning because my phone wasn't in there the alarm would go off out in the lounge room it would force me to get out of bed and go for a walk and go turn that alarm off i'd still go back into bed i was like god damn i should have just stayed up and gone to the gym but and I'd done that for a month and literally you could see an absolute change in personality, absolutely everything. And it's something that 
probably doesn't get discussed enough in the public eye that how crazy addicted the world is now to that. Like, you know, even games, they have psychology. Me and Michael were talking about this. I can't remember whether it was the last podcast or maybe we were talking about it just the other day. They get psychologists in for development of games. Like mm. even, what was that game you were saying your old man plays, Michael? Oh, um, Candy Crush. Candy Crush. Oh, they God. Yes, every certain amount of levels, they actually give you an easy level. So then in your mind, it's got that sense of uh, growth and satisfaction and it keeps you going. And they've actually designed it to just like a pokey machine. It pays yeah. you out whenever you feel yourself slipping and all of a sudden it gives you that endorphin and you keep going and keep going. It, people underestimate the psychology of everything, website design, graphics, everything. Yeah, yeah, it, it's true. And uh, it's funny you say all this because the other day I saw this image, um, this meme on Facebook and it said, you know, back in the day, we didn't want to go outdoors because we wanted to be in front of the TV. Like, you know, the people were like the rich people had a TV in their house. And nowadays, we all want to go outdoors to get away from the TV and phones. And yep. it is so true, and especially in my industry. Like, I actually have had to put my foot down and say to my clients, these are my hours mm-hmm. and, you know, these are my times and my, the days that I work. And I try so hard not to work on my the days off. But it's mm. so, so hard because you especially with Facebook, you get messages nonstop. Yep. You know, yep. you used to be able to go to work and then see your emails and then leave it at work. Now you can come home and see emails on your phone. Yep. Um, we really need to learn to detox. We need to really force ourselves to step back and just appreciate the real things in front of you, like what you did, Steve. Yeah. It's something that, and it's actually a passion of mine too, and I'm actually going to be running a workshop like this later in the year. I'm going to be educating um, the people, and you'll be lucky enough you might be able to catch like a live or a video I might post up on my page myself but I want to teach people and business owners too that there is so much you can do on Facebook a lot of people like oh the marketers are really dipping into our behaviors and all this stuff but you can actually there's a lot of settings that you can actually implement you do need those mental health days well to you know get away from that phone and it's difficult because depending on what not era I guess it's like which work you come from is what your ethic is like I worked say for Foxtel for two years, we weren't allowed to ring a customer before 7am and after, I think back then it was 7pm. So if I got my job list at six o'clock at night, I had to quickly ring all them customers because it was just not honourable, but that was just like a unwritten rule. But with Michael, he comes from retail world. You were on call. Like if you were, say, a shift manager or even a store manager, it would be 2 a.m. And they're like, huh, better just call Michael. Yeah. And on annual leave, you come back. Why didn't you do this? I was on annual leave. Ah, Let's go for a meeting. It happens. Even now with me and Steve working on the page, like it's happened to both of us because I'm so full on with timing. Timing means nothing for me. Like you said the other day when we're trying to organize to do the podcast, I'm free whenever. And that's purely how I treat because this is what I'm interested in. I'm interested in gamers down under. I want it to succeed. I will pull out all stops for that. That's it. My phone doesn't leave my hand. I can see. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> but, like, it really doesn't. Like, even outside, like, because my job is on my phone anyway. Literally, my phone is 24-7 in my hand. And so, a little bit I guess- bad, probably. 
that's the hardest bit now is that um, I saw a statistic this morning by 2035, there's going to be about 1 billion digital nomads on this planet. And the jobs that you are currently in will be obsolete. How scary is that to think that, that we're all going to be online. And if we're not careful and if we're not implementing these strategies to you know, if for our kids' sake, or just switch off the Wi-Fi for an hour, or gaming, like, that's uh, that's a huge thing. Like, as I'm speaking, Hubby's currently playing FIFA. <laughs> and- <laughs> EA! No, EA! I'll give EA! him grief for that. No, no. <laughs> but it is hard. Like, you know, when, when we had the newborn and Kurt was playing FIFA, I'd be like, come on, you got to switch it off and help me with, like, change his dirty nappy or something. It is hard to rip yourself away from it. When you're right into it, you know, VR, that, you know, there's people stepping into that world now. You can, you can check out real estate internationally yes. without even walking in the house. We've got one at work. We say we're building a whole entire train station. We can go to a warehouse and they actually give us a full AR, VR version of the station in this warehouse with laser beams, everything. You can walk around, you can say, all right, bottom level, and boom, it just shines it up, and you can physically walk around. You can even hire furniture and stuff like that. So you say you're designing an office, you can turn around and say, oh, geez, five metres by five metres, I thought I'd have more room than this. Maybe I'll put a de- smaller desk in and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and that's what I was saying before. I'd like to actually turn off, but in, in our world, you can't. Like, literally, I, I leave my phone for, a, let's just say, if me and Michael literally went offline for a Saturday and Sunday, the way Facebook reach and engagement and everything like that is designed, you have to stay absolutely full on, otherwise you're gone. We can drop off, and you can literally see, like when I went away to Bali, you can see a decline in engagement, You because mm. it's not, and some people have actually said, they're like, oh, you post a fair bit on your page. The way the algorithm's designed, the more you post, the more it reaches. And it's just literally a – we would love to just say, all right, we'll do five posts a day of high quality and done. But the problem is if we only done five, it probably would only reach about 300 people at best, and that that's it. And so, yeah, the way the world is designed now, you have to stay full on. You have to stay in the game. You miss out on so many opportunities, and – it's difficult. And it's funny you say that because, yeah, you hit the nail on the head there in that the, ever since Facebook has changed algorithm. And it's funny, I was listening to a podcast the other day and, and they're digital marketers too. And we're like, could they just take it back to when it was just simple? Like back in 2000 and let's say, um, you know, 2016, I think that was before the algorithm kicked in. And it was just simple, like we could see all the business pages or we could see, um, you know, even the people that we don't talk to often, like they would pop up in our news feeds. But, you know, Facebook, you got to keep in mind, Facebook has done this algorithm because we asked for it. By our, mm. our behaviours, by us, they, they monitor what we say. Like, seriously, they could be listening to us right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think. The term they use is meaningful, meaningful connections. Yeah. That's what they use. They want the meaningful connections. Yeah. Because I actually liked it pre-2000, I think it was 2016, actually, because yeah. you could see people, like, I haven't spoken to, say, for example, Steve for a couple of months. And then Steve would have a post. I'm like, oh, wow, Steve, now I don't see it. I only, at the moment, all I'm exactly. seeing is gaming. Unless so. you- Unless you actually like his post regularly or talk to him, you don't see it on your Facebook at all. And that's correct. But yeah, so 
it's definitely, it's changed the game. And um, so that's where my service comes in handy in helping those, you know, business owners and stuff. So you guys can go off and do your business whilst, you you know, I kind of get myself wrapped into the algorithms and the people and the messages and things. But a good tip for anyone out there that has a Facebook business or is an influencer or like you guys, you can actually download apps and schedule these things up. So that's the best way to free up your time is to schedule, schedule, schedule and be organized as sucky as that can be sometimes sometimes you do need to put a post up last minute and that's fine but um yeah try to download some free apps out there where you can and you can do that now on facebook's creator studio which is fantastic so you can actually now post to instagram from your desktop so you just go it's in the business side of facebook and um, yeah you can schedule all your posts up and you can actually have it so it breaks them like you know you're doing five posts a day so you can break it up to two hours per you know have a buffer in between and um yeah as long as people are interacting and engaging and that strongly all the listeners out there they have to keep supporting and just comment a smiley face will be a huge help for you guys in boosting that post up as well but yeah the only way you're going to get seen these days is either you have very involved subscribers and followers or facebook ads yeah so that's that's where Facebook's leading down into this rabbit hole. <laughs> just mm. Facebook ads work. They do. You just, if you're smart as well, you can actually get a lot out of it for very little compared to a $5,000 billboard on a busy highway. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. Oh, well, I'm all done with my um, grilling. So maybe give yourself a plug, check out your website, anyone listening, so they can jump on and check out your work so they might end up contacting. Or... Yeah, yeah. So you guys can all check out my portfolio and things I do at www.wolski, so W-O-L-S-K-I, Marie, M-A-R-I-E, design.com.au. And you guys can check me out on Facebook. Um, I'm really active on Facebook, as you can all know, um, and Instagram as well. So awesome. I'd love to hear if anyone out there is in the same field or want to jump on and get some help. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thanks for me. So thanks for listening to the podcast. Ensure you check out gamersdownunder.com for all your gaming news and reviews. Finally, make sure you smash that subscribe button and it'll never be game over. Gamers got a game.